Welcome to the Mompreneur Guide Podcast. I'm your host, Megan Moran. Just like you, I'm a mom entrepreneur on a mission to live a present and productive life, to be around for all the moments with my kids while also following my dreams and passions. Join me each week as I uncover a new tip or trick that will help you live your life just as you want and with as much ease as possible. Let's get started with today's episode. Hey everyone, thank you so much for joining us back here at the Mompreneur Guide podcast. I am so excited for today's episode because one of my business besties is on Emma Farrick. I'm going to go into her bio and then I'm going to let her share her timeline, all of her juicy strategies, because you are going to love what she has to say. So Emma is a systems and business strategist who helps driven mompreneurs build thriving businesses without sacrificing family time. By leveraging automated systems, simple processes, and solid boundaries through her optimization framework, you too can create and live a life you love with ease. You guys know that I am all about saving time, doing things, how it works best for you, and having that present and productive balance. And I am so excited for this one because I love automation and saving time, and Emma is going to help us do just that. So Emma, thank you so much for being here. Before we dive into all the juicy strategy you have to share, walk us through your business's timeline so we have a better sense of your mompreneur journey and your background. Yeah, of course. I'm so excited to be here. I'm excited to share the strategy piece because I could talk all day about strategy with people. But my business timeline started around October 2019. That year, I had become a single mom due to domestic violence. And I was at a point in my life where I was like, you know, I don't really know what to do. I feel like I am drowning. I was living on my own with my daughter and I just hated my job. I constantly felt like I was having to choose between work and being there for my daughter. So I was constantly stressing and I felt very stuck. I was just feeling so overwhelmed and not satisfied with my career. I felt like there had to be a better way to be a mom, have that satisfaction that my job wasn't giving me, allow me to stay home with my daughter and using the skills I had learned through my job. So I started researching all these options and discovered how to be a VA online. So Mm -hmm. I started doing that as a side hustle and really decided I was going to go all in on that. Uh, And I loved doing it. I was working nights and weekends, but still being able to do stuff with my daughter, Mm -hmm. which was great. Then six months later, the pandemic started and we weren't getting shut down. We were still working. My daughter didn't have daycare. They told me I was going to be on night shift. So I was like, it's not going to work. Luckily at that point, we had just moved in with my now fiance. And I looked at my fiance. I was like, I can't do this anymore. Like, I know my goal was to quit in September, have paid off debt, but I really just can't do this anymore. And he was super supportive, fully on board because he's also an entrepreneur. And he was like, okay, then just quit. We sat down, we looked at all our expenses. We made a decision that we could do it. So I quit. I signed a couple more clients in that time frame. I just really focused on just selling that, not letting any distractions happen. And then I went full-time in April of 2020. I have pivoted since the VA business and now offer specifically system strategy and business operations for online business. I love working with mompreneurs because they understand the importance of saving time, making your business easier, not overcomplicating things. And because I love helping other moms be able to make the income that they want to make while not sacrificing the time they spend with their kids. 
Your story is just so amazing. I mean, in such a short period of time too, you made all of these leaps and bounds. You went from being in a job that you hated and feeling like you had to choose between work and your daughter, which side note, tell us about that job. Was it something around systems and VAs or was it something completely different? So it was very similar. I went to school for business operations and supply chain management. So I was working in a manufacturing company as a junior project manager and project scheduler. So I did a lot of capacity planning with inventory. So that's like the only real difference is I don't do the inventory piece, but we still with clients will do capacity planning. So I take a lot of what I learned for operations in a product-based setting and applying it to a remote online team or business, applying Six Sigma principles. So Six Sigma is a manufacturing terminology. So that's why a lot of people don't know about it, but you can apply a lot of the same things for your business. Yeah, no, that's amazing. Hearing the word, I remember learning it in business school. I don't think I could tell you anything else about it besides like, oh, I recognize that phrase, but it's it's amazing. Yeah. That you went from this more corporate job, but you were doing the project manager side and then you had this vision and you turned it into a side hustle. And I think something so helpful is that it's like learning on somebody else's dime. Like you got to learn all the project manager skills. You were yes, learning it in a product-based business, but you know, you can transfer that over to service or online or any different fields because you had those core foundational concepts. And then of course, COVID, what are you going to do? But you were able to pivot and transition and turn this situation in less than two years. You turn a situation around while your daughter is still young so that you're making the rest of her life and your life so much better. A couple other things I wrote down before we move into your strategy that I just think is so helpful and inspiring in your story is not only did you take those steps and what you felt was your life's purpose, but mold it into what works for you. You also had the support of your husband or soon to be husband, which I think is crucial in your story. Like you could have either had no support at all, or he could have said, no, we need your income or whatever. But the fact that you had that support behind you, I mean, can you talk about that a little bit and how that helped in having support in your life? You know, I'm all about strategy, support and self-care. And it sounds like you've hit the nail on the head with all of those. So can you walk us through that a little bit? Yeah. His support was not only crucial for the business piece, but also very crucial for us as a relationship. So for anyone going through domestic violent issues or knows someone who goes through them, it's very hard to build that trust back up with someone. So I was very hesitant to even trust that he was actually supporting me because my past abuser was very financially abusive as well, which a lot of people don't talk about the financial abuse piece, but he was very controlling. Like it was I'm paying for this. So you should be doing this. It was a constant trade-off, not like with my soon to be husband now, where he saw it as a betterment for our whole family and totally believed in me to turn this around and knew that I could do it. And I'm not going to say like, Oh, every month was sunshine and rainbows because I did make a couple of bad investments for my business because I was spending way more than I was making with the hope I was going to invest to grow, but it wasn't the right time for me to be working and investing that amount of money. And I was like, Mm -hmm. I don't know what to do. I'm panicking. I can't make my expenses. I just feel like a failure. Like, I think I need to go back to work full time or do something. It was so hard to even have that conversation with him because I was so scared of what was going to happen because of my past trauma. And, you know, we just sat down and we looked at it. He was so understanding and it's 
because he has his own business as well. I want to bring that up for anybody. I'm very lucky that he listens to a lot of the same people and a lot of the same books, speakers, like you just had your episode on the books that shaped you. And we've read a lot of the same books from entrepreneurs. We have that same mindset. And he's like, look, there's good debt and there's bad debt. We will figure out what's what and we'll make a plan. And it just took time for that to click. Yeah. Yeah. That's amazing. I mean, just hearing about your husband and how he is, he sounds similar to my husband where my husband doesn't own his own business. He he works for another company, but having that supportive partner who yeah. can be that cheerleader for you. And sometimes you're lucky, like your husband, he gets it. He like really gets all the details, but anybody might have a spouse who is more like my husband who might not get it, but just believes in me and believes yeah. in you so much that they're like, we will make it work. And I think another key point that you said is that they see the full picture. And I think a lot of women can relate whether you've had past trauma or not. Like you just freak out. You've got the weight of the world on your shoulders when you run your own business and are being a mom. And if there's anything that kind of goes wrong, we're all overachievers. And so we freak out. And so to have that support in place, it seems has been crucial for you. Correct? Yes. Awesome. So let's talk about what we should know for systems specifically in our business, although it could probably also be transferred over into home life or other things. Yes, this definitely can be transferred over. So I look at it the same as in my personal life as in my business. There it's got to be a standard routine for saving time, making your business easier, not overcomplicating things to make the income that you want to make while not sacrificing the time you spend with your kids. So we can talk about what you need in place that you can implement at the beginning or when you're feeling like you're at capacity, because that's going to help you build out your systems once you reflect on what you have to do. So I love the Eisenhower model. That is something I will do with my clients where we brain dump or list out all the stuff they think they have to do in a week. And then we pinpoint, do you really need to do that this week? Or is this a delegate or a delete? Because so many women feel like they have to do all the things. And I've done this too. And this is how I know it works is because I would get so overwhelmed and I wasn't writing things out. And I'm like, Uh stop, not relevant yet. Put it in your project management tool. And once I see it on the calendar and Mm -hmm. I have a designated time for it, my brain calms down because it's like, okay, it's not going to get forgotten. You don't actually really need to do it right now. You have set aside that time somewhere else. So mapping out what you think you need to do every week for your business and then mapping out if this needs to be put on a back burner or if you don't really need to do it all or if you can delegate something. If you're not at the place to delegate, then that would transition into like a back burner task. I would say if you can't delegate, but just having that framework of like, this is what I need to get done in my business every week. One tool that I love for brain jumping, if you're not like a pen and paper person, or if you have team members, I use this with my clients for my VIP days. It's called Miro M I R O. So it's a virtual whiteboard basically. So you can use their little blocks and their arrows to map out the stages while also taking notes or adding in post-it notes and highlighting a comment in there. Like we're going to automate this Mm -hmm. piece. What tech do we need for this piece? That software is what I use. It's free. It's awesome. Mm -hmm. It integrates with ClickUp, which is why I love it because I love ClickUp and I love being able to just have everything in one place. Mm -hmm. And so Those are some of the standard pieces you should be mapping out and time blocking is another great exercise 
once you have it all written out, time block it, make yourself not busy in certain times. Mm -hmm. So you're not letting everyone have free reign of my schedule. That's Mm -hmm. another thing I look at with clients is like, what are your boundaries? When are you working? When are you not working? Mm -hmm. What's your ideal state of your business? Because it's your business. You can say, I want to take calls on Monday, or I don't want to take calls. Like there's a boundary with being flexible for your clients, but having those boundaries and identifying those boundaries before you put these systems in place is going to be so important of like, what are your non-negotiables for your business? Sorry. I know I'm like going yeah. on. No, no. I love that. No, it reminds me of in my mompreneur with ease method, the first step when I talk about strategy and, and you've listened to it, I think. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. So, okay. So, you know, you know what I chat about, but yeah. so that first one being the strategy that is always important to have in place is the clarity alignment and recalibration. And a yeah. lot, a lot of the questions I bring up are similar to this too, but I love this for when it comes to having foundations and systems in place to get yourself in order. The first thing you need to do is the delete delegate automate brain dump everything and figure out, okay, what can we get rid of? What do we not even need to do? What is the keeping up with the Joneses? It's just something that isn't mapping towards your goals. It's taking up too much time, et cetera. Then you've got the delegate and maybe that's actually having a team that you can delegate out to. Maybe it's getting creative with how you delegate something out to that could be like childcare even could fall into like that category. cleaning. Yeah. House cleaning. Yeah. I'm sure there's lots of ways to get creative besides just spending money, but it's how can we take stuff off of our plate? Or like you said, put it on the back burner. Maybe there's schedule that time out later. Exactly. Yeah. Like maybe it's something that's just not meant for this part right now or this season. And then the automate, which is, I think a lot of what we're probably going to talk about next is what are the other things that we can lean on the other tools, like you said, project management softwares or any other types of softwares that we can lean on and use in order to make our lives easier. And that is the foundation. So we've got the brain dump, the delete, delegate, automate, plus then getting your schedule and your boundaries very clear and having those two pieces, correct me if I'm wrong, having those two pieces in place is what we need in order to then move on to getting our systems in order. Yeah. I would say that's very accurate. And that's what I teach my clients or try to help Mm -hmm. them understand. A lot of my monthly retainer clients are at the point where they're just like, I don't want to do things anymore. So I just Mm -hmm. want someone else to do it. My VIP day clients, they're at that growth section. So they're feeling these Mm -hmm. growing pains that people may be listening, may be feeling of like, I'm not at the point where I can delegate full time. I just need help. So that's Mm -hmm. where I come in and we will map out. What are you doing right now? Mm -hmm. We'll see everything and pinpoint inefficiencies or find out like, I've been doing this a lot. I really don't need to be doing this either. A, it's a manual piece that still needs a human touch, needs to go to a VA or needs to go to a social media manager or needs to go to some social seller, whatever. Mm-hmm. Or this is a piece that doesn't need to have a manual aspect to it that mm-hmm. a software can do for me. Now, you might not be able to automate right away certain things because if you don't have a process that you know works, it's going to be a whole lot harder for you to automate things. I just did this with two clients over the summer. They were launching and we did everything very manually. But once we finished those launches, we reflected on, okay, what worked? What didn't work? What are we keeping? Now let's make it evergreen. Mm-hmm. Let's make it automated for you because they hadn't tested anything and they wanted to get all this tech set up. And I was like, mm-hmm. no. We're not doing that because you <laughs> yeah. can't then see what you did in the process that mm-hmm. actually worked. 
Cause then you're going to be having too many variables to reflect mm-hmm. on. Like, was it the tech that didn't work? Was it my copy that didn't work? Was it my offer that didn't work? That's too much. You want to make sure your offer and your message really works for you. And you know that it resonates with people, then you can automate better. So that's mm-hmm. where I come in and help them is setting mm-hmm. it up and making them see this is possible to automate. Some people just don't know. The biggest thing I help people automate with is the client management or project management piece. So helping them set up a project management tool, specifically ClickUp is one I help a lot of people with because it can be kind of overwhelming. So they don't want to take the time to learn it. I've helped with Asana and Trello setups and then the client onboarding piece. So we will sit together and look at their client journey from initial contact to offboarding. What are you taking your clients through? Where are we automating those pieces? Because there are a lot of pieces that you can be automating with Mm -hmm. email marketing tools or CRMs. So now I can get leads on automate. People schedule time with me. They book calls. They have their discovery forms. They're getting emails from me and it's on automate. And I know what that client journey is going to look like. And there's pieces Mm -hmm. that I even automate to add tasks for myself so that I can do the manual pieces. And I just, it's mindless at this point. So I don't forget like buying a client gift. Cause for me, that's still going to always be a manual piece. I might delegate Mm -hmm. the actual buying to a VA at one point, but I like to make those gifts kind of personalized to them. So you want to just make it so it's not all in your head. And I document my processes as I'm growing, like, Mm -hmm. like I'm not giving it to anybody right now, but at least I know the steps are this, this, and this, but I have clients that come to me and that they're like at that really big growth period. They Mm -hmm. haven't been using any tech and now we have to add that in. And it's like a huge learning curve for them. Mm -hmm. So getting it set up, making sure I had all these foundational pieces Mm -hmm. and I store it all in my ClickUp. ClickUp is my go-to housing tool for everything in my business. I love having a project management tool that can house all the different parts of your business, not just your clients, Mm -hmm. because everything's in one place. And that's going to make you more productive because the statistic is it's either three to four hours a small business owner will spend looking for something because they're not organized per year, per month. Sometimes I think the average is out to a day or a week. I forget what the number is. Well, more, more than a year. I mean, like that's, that's a lot of time spent. Right is like trying to find stuff or locate like documents or things. So having that all in a central location is a mm-hmm. huge thing. And that's why I've used ClickUp and Dubsado, which is my CRM. I know Dubsado does not work for everyone. That's not my end all be all recommendation for CRMs. It depends on your industry because mm-hmm. there's a really good CRMs like specific to finances. Mm-hmm. So if you're listening to this and you're a very specific industry, Dubsado may not work for you. If you're in a service-based mm-hmm. industry, Dubsado is amazing. You can get contract signatures, scheduler links, questionnaires, and the automations are just really easy to use. I know Active Campaign has a good CRM, but it's also an email marketing tool, which is super helpful. But ClickUp is my go-to housing tool for everything in my business to yeah. set it up. Let's go back for a second. So I have on my page like a T chart. So we've got somebody who's more of a beginner or... It's just you, you're solo, and you're just kind of getting started versus you've got somebody who's in more growth mode. So regardless whether you're beginner or growth mode, the first thing you want to do in order to get yourself in order is the brain dump, delete, delegate, automate. Yeah. Writing down your structure and standardizing things and having your boundaries and being very clear on your current state, which will then open up what you need help with next. Yeah. 
the other thing you talked about was like manual versus auto. What do you need to physically have a touch on and what can be automated? So as a beginner, as a growth, no matter what you need to get your information in order, if you're just starting out, it's most helpful to document your processes, no matter whether somebody's going to see them or not, so that you can then eventually hand that off or keep honing it in. But before you would go to the part of really automating everything, you need to have your tried and true offer, your tried and true marketing message. As much as people don't want to hear it, you have to have that stuff done before you can go automate, correct? Yes. My processes at the core pretty much tend to stay the same for my client onboarding piece. Mm-hmm. And you have to have that piece that resonates with people. And I've tweaked that too, as I've gone, but knowing that that works, is going to help you when you're testing out different software and the difference with the manual and the automate piece, I would like to just call out too, is that sometimes is preference because I've had a lot of clients that are like, I don't even want to get on a discovery call. I want to be able to sell to them and not get on a discovery call, have them just check out. And then we have a kickoff call or something. But then I have other clients who are very, very specific on, I want to be involved in this piece. They could be both in growth mode. They can both be in beginner. Some of that stuff is preference, but there are definitely things that can be automated that should be automated. And I'll let them know, like, maybe you should automate this piece. You don't really need to be involved. You want to get to that next higher level in your business and really step into CEO role. You would want to let this piece go, but there are certain things I'm like, okay, that's, that's totally a you choice on being manual or not being manual because you can okay. automate anything, but like, there's a lot of people that want a little bit of personal touch and that's okay. It's just what you want your week to look like with being present and productive as well. Okay. So whether you're beginner or growth, it's kind of like the process that I talk about in the mompreneur with these method. First, you need your clarity. You need that brain dump. You need to know your structure and you need to know what you want, meaning how involved you want to be. And obviously having somebody like you to bounce this off of and have some of those deeper conversations of if you're going to be a CEO, maybe you need to automate more than you're willing to let go of at first, but having your mindset wrapped around what is it all that you want so that when you sit down with somebody like you, or maybe you're more at the beginning phase and you're just figuring out how to keep yourself in best order in either case, you need to have this information in order to take the next step into systematizing as much as possible. Right. Okay. So then if you're a beginner, then your next step would be documenting your processes so you have all those pieces in place so that you're not spending three to four hours looking for stuff. You've got one place where you house everything. If you're in growth mode, correct me if I'm wrong, you might not have your processes documented. You might not have everything in one place. So that's probably where your next best step is having someone like you come in and get you in order and take over the process for you because you're further along the journey and you don't need to go backwards and spend your time doing something. Yeah. Like their time is better spent still growing the business and delegating this piece to me. But if you're doing it along the way, it's less time consuming. And that makes it so much easier. There was someone I just talked to. They're making insane amount of money. Like they have the money to delegate. And now they're finally ready to mentally delegate things in their business. And they have no processes whatsoever. And I was like, I really, really want to help you. But for me to sit here and do this with you, I don't have the capacity until like 
X amount of months later. And that wasn't going to work for them. So we just identified, how do we get you started? What processes do you even need to document first and foremost? And how do we document those in an efficient way? So that's why I tell people if you're a beginner to try and just generally write down, this is step one, two, three. It doesn't have to be super fancy. Put it in a Word document. ClickUp has a doc feature. So I just put it in my doc feature for that specific list. Like for my content calendar, I had contractors working for me for a little bit and I had the processes dumped there so they could access the list. They could see the content calendar and they could quickly jump over to what the process was supposed to be and how it was supposed to work. I like saying, if you have something that's maybe a little bit more complicated, do a loom or screen recording on how to walk them through it too, because that's really, really helpful, especially with people who are on remote teams. So having that recording of what you're doing is also helpful and gives you tips that you might not have thought about when you're jotting it down in the first place. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. So let's talk about real quick for documenting processes, high level, like what are some things that people should think about that they would document? So it'd be whatever their workflow is, the way that they market. Can you give some other high level things that maybe you're in growth and you need to think through, shoot, do I have anything actually mapped out? Or like, is it just every activity that you do in your business, you should have written down somewhere the rough process of what you do? I'd say yes. The high level processes that you should have documented is your onboarding procedure, Mm -hmm. your, how do you manage clients? Like what's the kind of the framework? I know some clients are going to be different. You're going to have your standard. This is what we manage. This is what we do for each client. And then Mm -hmm. I keep in a form or a document note section for that client, their specific nuances of maybe some client invoices this way, or there's certain things that they they've already expected to their client, things Mm -hmm. like that, your marketing strategy. What's your thought process behind that? People have specific days of the week that they post certain things. Like just start Mm -hmm. with the brain dump. Even you don't have to write out like one, two, three to start just brain dump what you're thinking because Mm -hmm. you don't ever want to be the bottleneck in your business. Yeah. So if you brain dump that, at least that that's a start, like it doesn't have to be fancy, but high level things that I also don't see a lot of people when they actually write their processes down is like, who's responsible for this. You might not have someone in mind, but leave that space there. And when you're starting to build that team, it's going to come. So who's responsible for the Mm -hmm. process. And then when you get to the end of the process, where is it going next? Or is it done? Or do you need to check in with anybody? Because sometimes processes will just end and then no one knows where to go with it. Or no one knows, oh, I have to let someone know that this got completed. But I also wrote down like, Mm -hmm. what is this system supposed to be doing for me? Because we Mm -hmm. want them to know what you set it up to do, what that automation Mm -hmm. is meant to do in case something breaks, in case there's an update. Sometimes it's helpful to have. It's supposed to send this email, this email, send this reminder or Mm -hmm. create a task. And it's going to be assigned to this person kind of thing. Awesome. So whether you're starting from beginner and you've got the ability to document the process now, whether you're in growth mode and you know, like, Hey, I need help getting myself in order. The first thing you're going to do is brain dump every single process and put down what it is high level you're talking about, then every step. And when you do those things, have the follow-up of what's next. And then also document who does what in each of those sections and 
where that all goes and lives. Like, where is that thing that the people actually need to find? And if you have all of those processes documented in one place, you can then move forward and add in automation tools. Like you mentioned, like ClickUp and Dubsado or ActiveCampaign, things like that. Or you can work with a business and system strategist like you to help save yourself time and take off that workload and get those processes automated with as many tools as you can within that reason of what you want to have that touch with and that manual part and what makes sense to just let a system do it itself. Is that correct? Yeah. So Emma, can you go ahead and share with my listeners, what is the breath and the different ways that you can help people so that after we do this brain dump, they can realize what they need to go to for you next. Yeah. I offer a two hour specific process mapping session. If people want help documenting the overarching strategy, if they think something needs to be more customized, then I offer my VIP day, which in the morning is mostly an overarching strategy. We're doing the brain dumps. We're helping set the boundaries. And then we're looking at what tech needs set up so that I'm also then setting up a lot of the technology, the integrations, those types of processes for them. And I then provide them with all the trainings and the SOP template that they need. And then my retainer clients are anyone who needs an online business manager. Online business manager is for someone who is six figures or beyond. They have a team. I help manage the team. I help manage their projects. And the business owner and I will do a lot of high level planning, looking at launches, looking at marketing, and then how are we going to delegate that stuff? Who's executing and how are we hitting that next step in your business? Got it. So yeah. So if you're a beginner, you're probably going to want to do the process mapping. If you are in growth, you're going to probably get to that point of seeing all the activities and then need to do a VIP day so that you can go implement those things. And if you are six figures or beyond, then you have just found your online business manager and you probably didn't even get to the brain dump thing. Cause you're like, just help me now. SOS. <laughs> yeah. So, Which there awesome. are people who I see do get to that point and they're like SOS, but I'm yeah. telling anyone who's a beginner to do this stuff now. So they don't get to that point. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. All right. Let's move into the rapid fire questions before we wrap everything up. All right. Are you ready? Yes. Awesome. Okay. What is your favorite strategy to help you be more present and productive besides the stuff that you just shared now? Something that's not related to what you do. I put my personal tasks in ClickUp. I have a personal space Mm -hmm. so that I can have a bird's eye view of everything, not just my business. Mm -hmm. So last Mm -hmm. Christmas, I made a list of tasks and I shared it with Zach because he has ClickUp. I made him get it. I was like assigning him tasks for Christmas, like hang up the Christmas lights. We need to buy these people presents. This is our list. Mm -hmm. You're buying these people. I'm buying these people. Yeah. So that's like, I guess I'm another productive tip I have. Oh my gosh. Yes. That's amazing. Assigning. I love that assigning the, that's where the communication piece comes back into a play. Like we're, we're both on the same wavelength and this is what I need you to do to make my life easier. So get to work. (laughs) Yeah. I was like, I'm giving you a due date to hang up these Christmas lights by this date. You better do it. (laughs) Yeah. I love that. Awesome. All right. What is the number one essential support you have that you could not live without? Zach's my like, I can't live without because he's been my biggest Uh supporter as an entrepreneur where a lot of my family, they don't understand it, but I do love that my family's always there to take care of Charlotte. They may not get my business, but they love being there for her. Oh, that's amazing. I love when family is the answer. It's so sweet. Okay. So tell me what's your go-to self-care routine? 
taking Fridays off. That's been my biggest thing this summer is taking Fridays off. Do you do anything fun on Fridays or just try to chill? Sometimes I'll do like a CEO morning and then in the afternoons, we've been really big on going to Idlewild, which is an amusement park near us that we have a pass to, or we'll just go swimming or I take Charlotte to Chick-fil-A in the mall. You know, it depends on the weather, (laughs) but we, I do something specifically for her. Oh, that's awesome. All right. Last but not least, tell me your most stereotypical mompreneur story. Think kids running through a Zoom call with underwear on their heads. Tell me one story that is just like, couldn't be described more as a mom and entrepreneur. This is one that came to my head when you sent me that question before. Uh So I'm going to go with it, even though I feel like I have tons between Charlotte and our dog. (laughs) I put Charlotte down for a nap prior to this discovery call one time. And this is when she was still like really young, not potty trained yet. I left the gate unlocked apparently. And I hear this pitter patter upstairs and I'm talking to this woman as a discovery call. And Charlotte comes down she was Uh butt naked basically and had poop (laughs) on her and was like, I pooped on the potty, but she really didn't. Uh She had gone to the bathroom in her diapers, but then tried to put it in the toilet Oh my. I was like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. I put her down for a nap. So I had to pause my call, go up, and I found <laughs> it in the bathroom, in her bedroom. I had to throw out Olaf because there was poop on Olaf. And I was like, I'm not dealing with this. So right. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. That's like it. my classic story I feel like yeah well and then that's the beauty of like you said your goal is to work with other driven mompreneurs and so those are those moments where like hey we get it like please no stress because we are right there with you that's the beauty of us all being able to support each other because we just we get it and we can laugh with you and then we can have a cocktail with you later exactly (laughs) I love it Emma, thank you so much for your time. This has been so helpful for people to get their things in order. Guys, in the show notes, you will find links to everything you need to know about Emma so you can head there to get her help, to see all of the cool stuff that she's doing and to connect with her. Thank Thank you you so much. I so appreciate you being here. Thank you. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode. Remember to subscribe so you don't miss a thing. Want more? Head to themompreneurguy.com to grab my personal framework for living a present and productive life and to hear my real-time ahas on Telegram. See you next time.